podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We are just five days away from Super Bowl 58. Here in Las Vegas, Nevada, the San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. But this episode of Graves on Gridiron comes to you from the field on which that battle will take place. That's right, we're in Allegiant Stadium because it is opening night, media night for both teams. So let's turn the page and continue the build-up to Super Bowl 58. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Yes, we are on the field here in Allegiant Stadium, the very field where these two teams will do battle for that Vince Lombardi trophy this coming Sunday. There are fans in their thousands entering the stadium. I've got to say, there are an awful lot of red Kansas City Chiefs jerseys. As I look around the stands above me, I can see 49ers jerseys, but at this point, you have to say, they are outnumbered by the Chiefs' kingdom. Maybe no surprise, because it will be the Kansas City Chiefs who are first up here this evening. Both teams given one-hour slots to answer any questions that any accredited members of the media want to put to them. So what are we waiting for? It's our opportunity to get inside the minds of the participants that will do battle this Sunday afternoon here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And first up, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Steve, well, here you are back at the Super Bowl once again. It's becoming a regular habit for these Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it's been certainly been a nice five years. I mean, we missed it the one year, but we're pretty blessed to be here again. Talk to us about this defense and how you've been able to harness what they do to the, foot, to the extent that they're the dominant unit on this team right yeah, now. Yeah, listen, we've got, a, uh, we've got a, a, a lot of passionate guys that are really into football. They love being around each other. And I, I tell them all the time, it's their chemistry and their cohesiveness that really helps us play really well. And they love to play together. And hopefully we can do it one more time. You've had some stiff challenges already in the postseason, going to Buffalo, going to Baltimore. Yeah. Now you've got the best that the NFC can throw at you. You've got a young quarterback, a versatile, dangerous receiving core. How do you prepare for this challenge? Yeah, it doesn't look like a young quarterback to me. He looks pretty experienced, very poised. Uh, you put the film on, there's weapons everywhere. And they've got a quarterback that really functions really, really well. He's more than just a manager. I mean, that's an insult to say that. Well, I was going to say, what's your reaction when you hear people accuse him of being a game manager? This is a talented football player that can make all the throws. And if you watch the the last few playoff games he's been in, he's an athlete. And you can't can't lose sight of that, too. So our guys are going to be on point. It's containment that keeps this game with him as well. Yeah, him and all the other weapons they have. The containment of their receivers, their, their running back. I mean, there's just so many different ways that they can attack you. We're just going to have to have 11 guys that are on point the whole game. And what do you see in Christian McCaffrey that makes him such a dynamic runner? Well, not only is I tell you, he's a real smart football player, and they, they get him the ball in different ways, but he's got a lot of power from the waist down. I think that goes unnoticed. He, makes, he breaks a lot of tackles, and he's a really smart football player. they got a lot of smart football players over there. And just a word for your secondary, who have been outstanding for the majority of this season, and they're going to need to be again in this challenge. Yeah, I mean, you get this far in the playoffs and you get to this game. I mean, the back end is really, really important. But for us, it's always been the combination of the pass rush and the coverage on the back end, and they can complement each other. And when you can do that, you can have pretty good success. Finally, from me, if you do win this Sunday, does this make this Kansas City Chiefs team a dynasty? Uh, I let I let everybody else decide whether it's a dynasty or not. I'm just trying to win one game. That's the look. You guys. Graves on Gridiron. The thoughts there of the Kansas City Chiefs defensive mastermind, their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola. Let's also hear now from 
one of the keys on his defensive line. That's defensive lineman Tershawn Wharton. A big game for him in more senses than just the obvious one this weekend because as a rookie, he was a loser with the Chiefs in Super Bowl 55. And then 12 months ago, although he did receive a Super Bowl winner's ring, he couldn't play in the game because he had to recover from a torn ACL injury. So let's catch up now with Tershawn Wharton. To Sean Warden, how does it feel to be here after the way last season ended with you and you couldn't be part of the, the winning team? Uh, it was a blessing, man. Uh, I'm taking it all in. Like you said last year, I wasn't even able to talk last year because I was on IR. So it's just a, um, a different feeling, man. Like, uh, my first Super Bowl was COVID. Last year I didn't play. And then this year to be in Vegas, you know, a blessing. Well, I was going to say, as a rookie, you went to the Super Bowl, obviously came up short in, the, in that game. Injury robbed you of last year's opportunity. So what are the emotions going into this one? Uh, real high, man. Uh, I think uh, taking my preparation to the next level, um, staying locked in while I'm out here, and just making sure that I come play my best game of the season. And talk to us a little bit about this defensive unit as a whole, because by general consensus, you've been outstanding this year. And when your quarterback turns around publicly and says, look, we just need to look after the ball because our defense will win us games, that's as big a compliment as you can get. I think uh, the game, as a unit, we plan together. Uh, you know, the guys who's making plays, making plays, and other guys around them are rallying to the ball. Uh, we're playing fast and physical, uh, and we're just going to keep that going. How much does it help when you have big 95 in the middle of that defensive line to play alongside as well? I think uh, Chris Jones, man, he's been a, a great guy this year. Uh, his leadership role in the room, um, on the field, bringing that energy to us. I mean, it make a lot of things go easier when, when you got a guy like that around. Talk to us a little bit about this challenge that you face on Sunday because you've got a young quarterback who doesn't seem to get flustered in the pocket and he's got a, a running game as well that's one of the best in the, in the NFL. Uh, it's a, a, a tough team, you know. They didn't make it here for no reason. They were the number one seed in the NFC for a reason. Um, you know, you got playmakers all over the field. Ayuk, uh, um, you got Christian McCaffrey, Purdy. You got Hall of Fame on the O-line. So uh, it's not an easy task and, uh, you know, we're, we're ready for the battle. What's the key then to this game? What must you do if the Chiefs are to win on Sunday? Uh, we got to see our keys, read them, and play fast. That's all we got to do. Are you confident? Yes, sir. <laughs> Wish you the best of luck. Thank you. So that's the view from inside the camp of the Kansas City Chiefs. We've still got a very raucous crowd inside Allegiant Stadium, and that's because they're awaiting the arrival of the San Francisco 49ers. What will their response be to what we've heard from the Chiefs already this evening? Let's find out. Um, Colton Mikovic, tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. Third time's a charm, Colton. Yeah. NFC Championship game. Twice you've been the bridesmaid, never the brides. Well, now you're at the big dance. How does that feel? Yeah, hopefully they say yes at the end. Um, but, no, it feels good, you know, to finally break through. And, you know, the past two years we've, we've been that close. And then after last year losing Brock in the first series and, um, yeah, it was tough. You know, you didn't really have a chance that whole game and to finally um, get back to this point and how hard it was to get here. Um, to finally get through and, and be here is uh, something special. And, you know, hopefully, uh, like you said, we'll say yes at the end. Yeah, what does that mean to you and the rest of this group of players? Because I think it gets overlooked occasionally that you're basically fighting with both hands tied behind your backs in, in last year's NFC Championship game. And then you hear the critics accuse Brock of being nothing more than a game manager. Well, I think on a number of occasions he's shown he's more than that, hasn't he? Yeah, of course. We've been down, you know, two weeks in a row going into the fourth quarter. And um, Kyle's, you know, record 0-30. Now it's 2-30. And, 30, and 
Um, you know, just this team's resiliency, you know, we're beating some teams pretty good during the year, and it's nice when you can sit guys in the fourth quarter. But, uh, you know, when you finally get into these playoff games and, you know, the win's all that matters um, to be able to come back in the fourth like that and then obviously 17 points down last week. Um, Deb Brock running around, I usually don't expect him to do that. Um, hoping he doesn't, but um, no, to see him move that quick and, and the, the passion he was playing with, you know, move it. You know, helped us play harder, and um, yeah, just to have this team rolling the way it is and coming back in the fourth. Obviously, we don't want to get down to you know the Chiefs in that kind of way, but um, yeah, it's great to have. That reaction suggests he surprised you with his turn of pace as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to to take off running a few times, but hey, man, those little legs move quick. What's it like being a part of this offensive line when you've spoken well about Brock, but obviously you've got Christian McCaffrey back there who's had a career year to this point as well? Yeah, it helps when you got uh, CMC and obviously all the weapons we got. I mean, Debo, BA, George, obviously all the all the names. And um, Christian's just, you know, he's a guy, the heart and soul of the team. Um, just the way that he runs the ball, runs hard, can make a guy miss, stiff arm. I mean, he does everything for us, catches the ball, runs it hard. So, um, it's just a guy he is. I mean, he's he's a team player, loves every single one of us, and um, it makes it easy to block for him. As a professional footballer as well, I guess you've got to find different ways to switch off when you're not locked in on a game, and certainly an occasion like this. I was reading that you're quite a fisherman, aren't you? Yeah, I do a little fishing, a little hunting, a little fishing. Uh, hopefully I'll do a little more <laughs> once this is all over. But, uh, yeah, I do a lot of fishing, bass fishing mostly. I'll, I'll even do some bow fishing with carp and... Uh, I read somewhere that you caught a shark. Is that right? No, I think my sister caught a shark. I didn't catch no shark. Oh, so it runs in the family. Oh, yeah. It runs in the family for sure. And aside from that, a little country music to relax to? Yeah, a little uh, Alan Jackson and, um, yeah, John Anderson. There's a bunch of guys I listen to. um, There's a few country, you know, we'll play a little country music in the the locker room. Perhaps a little riposte to to any little diddy that Taylor Swift might bring out on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if she brings the old school back. Uh, I don't know if she will, but uh, it's good. It's good for country music then. It's good for it now. Uh, it certainly brought on the fan base, hasn't it? But be that as it may, the, fr- the 49ers are a storied franchise. We know about the excitement in the Bay Area. Just put it into context for us. If you can bring this one home on Sunday, what will it mean to everybody involved in this organization? Um, it means everything. I think it's hard to put into words what it would mean. Um, you know, just the history of the franchise. The you know, looking for that sixth Super Bowl, obviously that's what, um, you know, every year is set out in this franchise. They're used to winning, um, you know, the greats that have played there on the wall and, um, you know, ownership as well, just to bring one home and then obviously for our team and, and the players and the coaching staff. Um, yeah, it's hard to put into words what it means besides everything. Biggest game of your career? Oh, yeah, for sure it'll be the biggest one. <laughs> I haven't won a whole lot in my career, but this is the one, man. Go well Sunday. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Graves on Gridiron. Colton Mikovic there, quite rightly calling this the biggest game of his career. And why wouldn't he? For everybody that's going to be involved on Sunday afternoon, I think it's fairly safe to say they will see it as the biggest game of their careers as well. It is the prize everybody in professional football wants to get their hands on. And for these two teams, they now have that opportunity. The San Francisco 49ers, the NFC champions, going head-to-head with the reigning and defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, themselves looking to create some history and go back-to-back for the first time in two decades. The last team to do that, of course, the New England Patriots. 
but the San Francisco 49ers have endured a barren run as well. They have five Lombardi trophies in their cabinet. They haven't won one in 29 years. Will that change this Sunday? I guess we'll find out. Don't forget, hop onto my YouTube page, at Richard Graves TV. Plenty more interviews from tonight's media availability there as well, including we got a chance to chat to two-time Super Bowl champion and current veteran safety for the 49ers, Logan Ryan. He was great value. And James Winchester, the veteran long snapper for the Kansas City Chiefs. You can hear what he had to say there as well. We'll have plenty more content and coverage as the week goes on. So stay across all of my social media pages. Stay across YouTube for the videos as well. And for, tonight, for now, it's good night from Allegiant Stadium. But certainly, you sense the build-up is only just beginning. So long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.